Another episode of the Double Team Podcast. We are back with Nick Wiggins and Steven Root trying to keep it all straight with player movement, NBA free agency. Um, I guess in full swing, maybe kind of come to a come to a slow point now, but a lot has happened. A lot of players, some on the move, maybe not the big ones we thought, but still moves to be made. Things are going to still happen. Nick Wiggins, what's going on, man? Man, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting on on my Atlanta Hawks to do something. Uh, I I don't know. You know, when all the players get signed, you kind of get less hopeful in a big move being made. Yeah, a lot of mid-level guys. I mean, you know, you're a Hawks fan. I'm a Pistons fan. And the Hawks are definitely in a better spot right now than the Pistons. But there's kind of a different level of players you and I might be hoping to get on our team. I think there's the superstars out there that are not going to be Hawks or Pistons right now. Um, but, you know, the Pistons haven't done a whole lot. I mean, they've done a little bit. They've gotten better, but just kind of being smart with their money, keeping their flexibility. They bring in a three-point expert in Joe Harris in a deal they made, but Nothing you're going to get terribly excited about if you're a fan. I mean, you know, the the possibility of a Zion trade, them maybe going out and spending a lot of money on a Cam Johnson. Um, none of that happened. So I'm, I'm kind of glad, you know, you kind of want to re- remain flexible and, you know, whatever. But we're, we're not here to spend all of our time with the Pistons and the Hawks. I mean, the Hawks, you right. just told me that, you know, Trey Young being cryptic about a, a something that we're going to find out about. I don't know what it right. costs. He says we'll find out on Saturday. And look, Trey Young just followed Pascal Siakam on Instagram uh, uh, a couple uh, of days ago. So, dang. I don't know. Watch him go just sign Christian Wood, an exact replica of John Collins almost. Watch him just do no, that. And that's do not it. insult John Collins like that. He's going <laughs> to flourish over there in Utah. Yeah, well, it's such a weird place to be for him. I mean, you look at how crowded they are, just big body wise. I don't know how it's all going to work, but you know, change the scene is what he needed. Um, we're still waiting on Harden. We're still waiting on Lillard, who apparently it's Miami or nobody else. But teams, other teams in Miami are are trying to be a part of this Lillard deal, but. Apparently, he only wants to play for Miami, and that's what his agent is saying. Um, He's warning teams, if you try to trade for Dame, you're going to get a very unhappy guy. And now, let's just talk about this for a second. Damian Lillard, do you think he's in the right to be making that that type of demand? I think he's, yeah. I mean, I think he's earned it. I mean, you put in all your... You play for one team for so long and endure so much mediocrity with Portland and you remain loyal for so long. That's all we ever talk about. Yeah, they didn't do enough. I mean, they did nothing to make him happy. I mean, you, okay, you, you signed Jeremy Grant, right? You bring him back with a big money deal, but uh, they've done really nothing to yeah, make them you, a lot better. Yeah, but do you think he's kind of hurting them by basically saying, you can only trade me. He's basically using like a fake no trade clause. He didn't have a no trade clause. He can get traded wherever. He's still got a giant deal left. Yeah. So it's like, dude, you signed the deal. 
you don't want to be here. We're going to trade you for whatever the best we can get. And he's demanding to be traded to the team that can't offer anything. Right. I mean, Portland is saying they don't have any interest in Tyler Hero. But then you start getting to two, um, three, four team deals where maybe you're going to have to bring in these other teams to facilitate something. I think you're going to have to at this point. Miami has nothing to I saw that um, around the league, it was basically saying, like, we'll get in on the deal and we'll give up a first to get Tyler Hero. Like yeah. Next year, like a decent first round pick. But even then, it's just like now you're looking at the Blazers instead of getting two picks back, they're getting three <laughs> and they're getting Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robinson. Like, what is that? Yeah, I just I don't know. But for Dame, I think he's. He's earned the right to be able to ask for something different. He's given everything to that city, and they haven't tried. Uh, they haven't done enough to keep him there. I mean, you know, yeah, you maybe he's put in enough of his time to where you want to try to do right by him and try to send him where he wants to go. But at the end of the day, I mean, you're right. He doesn't have that no trade clause, so I don't think they're just going to ship him to wherever. I mean, there's only going to be. A, I mean. I don't know who I that would get, be. Like something decent back compared to crap. Yeah, I would, and let them figure it out. Whatever team <laughs> trades for them. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the Brooklyn, the Philly. I mean, really, there's there's not a whole lot of teams that would probably even be in it. I mean, yeah, teams want Dame Lillard, but teams it that said could... that um, I saw a report today that Damian Lillard was extremely interested in potentially being traded to the Warriors. Yeah. But now that they've made the Chris Paul deal, that's out the window. Yeah. Well, and they have a package where they probably could have put something together that was would be better than Miami's. So I'm sure they're kicking themselves a little bit. Probably. You bring in Chris Paul and I I do not. I still don't love that. I mean, they're they're lacking. They have no one the Warriors now. They have nobody over 6'9". They have no size. They're going to get beat for the same reasons they got beat again and now they're a year older. Um, I don't know, but that's that's the Warriors. So, you, right now, do you think I think that if do you think that if Damian Lillard forces his way to Miami for that crappy trade package when Dame and the Heat come to play in Portland, you think they're going to boo him? There would be some. I still think that, you know, people are quick to forget everything you've done. Now you, you do one thing to kind of spurn that city. I still think that, you know, he's from that part of the country, right? I mean, he's he's got a lot of fans there, and he's he's done everything to be loyal to that team. And if I'm a fan, I'm more pissed at the team, at the organization, for not doing what you were going to try to do and try to make him happy. You know, I feel like they could have that number two pick. Scoot Henderson, yeah, he's a piece you want to try to have on your team to build around, but not when they're in that position. They could have gotten a lot for that pick. They could have, you know, definitely gone after a Siaka. All these players that we've talked about, they could have probably been in the running for. Um, definitely glad they didn't take Brandon Miller. Buddy has been off. Fallon Moshin in the summer league. Man, he, he's been not great yet. I don't know. And uh, Summer League's here, though. I've been watching some Summer League. I'm a basketball junkie. I'm going to watch the Summer League every single year. I'm going to I'm gonna love it and try to know who all is on the court. 
but 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 what do you think man is something imminent who what happens first is it Harden is it Lillard is it Siakam is it what's going to happen first what has the most like momentum Lillard has a lot of momentum but I don't think there's it's got a lot of momentum but there's no finish line right now so it's just a car that's just going down a hill because I could totally see like Portland's in no rush they're already, you know, saying, look, we're just we're gonna tank, we're rebuilding. So if that means that Dame sits out the first half of the season, you know, because they're not gonna you can't just give Damian Lewis away for nothing. And if he wants to just sit out that contract and you just, you know, stay in the lottery, do everything you're doing and wait till that perfect deal comes around, that's what you do. Um, so I feel like that's definitely got the most heat right now because you know, Dame has officially demanded a trade to that team but I think that will get the most drawn out I think that James Harden and PJ Tucker to the Clippers is everything but a lock <laughs> and man oh man is that about to be my new favorite team dude Russ <laughs> Harden all your guys PJ Tucker oh and then just add in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard Dude, that Austin. is the best team in NBA history. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe, maybe five, eight years ago, six, you know, few years ago. Okay. But I can't trust any of those guys really to, you know, well, especially Paul George and Kawhi. I mean, at this point, the injuries are so bad. I mean, yeah, it would be, it would be, you couldn't want a better group of guys to get on the same team, but. Hard to trust the Clippers to do anything. Hard to trust those injuries. Um, not those guys not to get injured, but we'll see. I think there's well, I said not... that he feels like he could play 82 games this year. Okay, I'll do it. And then, you know, <laughs> he's not going to. I promise he won't. I mean, nobody not he nobody plays 82 games, but Look, man, he's not he... I know that you're feeling a little burned by the Clippers because at the very, very beginning of last season, we <laughs> both picked the Clippers to win it all. Yeah, us and a lot of people. Oh, John Wall? (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I forgot. Damn, we really (laughs) did that, didn't we? A lot of people did. Damn, we did too. Well, look, man, if Paul George and Kawhi would have played in the playoffs, they they might, that might have could (laughs) have came to fruition, right? What? But now, oh my gosh, you're talking Westbrook. You're talking James Harden. You're talking P.J. Tucker. No way they all make it work. Impossible. Dude, I can't I can't not pick them. <laughs> I'll let you go ahead. I mean, it's not gonna happen. I mean, I mean they're, and they're then gonna what? Be... Then Philly. Huh? Then Philly, then what? I mean, you think Embiid's gonna hang around? Are you gonna be okay with just you and Maxi out there trying to make it work? Tobias Harris? Is it is that gonna be the core? Or uh people are already talking about Embiid being a Nick. And trying to get him out of Philly because his former agent is now head of things over there in New York. Um, I don't know I what happens to, to Embiid, man. But well, we're too much going on to to try to cross that bridge yet. But is it the package that the, they're going to get back from the Clippers is not going to be much of anything? You know, you're getting like a Nick Batum, you're getting a Norman Powell, <laughs> you're getting a couple picks, maybe. You know, because James Harden could have opted out and been a free agent. 
He chose not to so they could do a sign-in trade. So they're not going to get much in return because he could have just left anyway. True. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll have to I feel I like we what, just kind of – I don't know what Philly does, man, because, you know, there's also been rumors that Philly wants to be in Miami with Jimmy Butler. Boy, everybody want to go to Miami, but Miami, Miami don't have anything to give up. Look, if, I, if I'm one of these other teams where my star players demanding to go to Miami, I'm not asking for anything less than Bam Adebayo. You have to, I I mean, you have to start there. I mean, what, like, why is the Portland owner not like, Hey, forget this Tyler hero crap. If you're not putting bam in the deal, then it's not happening. Like put the pressure on Pat Riley, you know, because then it's it's like, look, we're trying to get you there. We're trying to get you there. We're trying. We're just, we just need him to give us bam out of bio and then you're going to be gone immediately. So it's on them. I think so, but you still feel like that Dame's going to end up in Miami. Somehow it will get done. There will be multiple teams involved. Um, but other things, I think uh, yesterday was the deal with Dallas doing a sign and trade to get Grant Williams and uh, Grant Williams agreeing to a four-year $50 million agreement there. The Celtics received two second-round picks. Dallas. Uh, via Dallas, San Antonio gets Reggie Bullock and a pick swap in 2030. So looking way down the road there. Grant Williams to Dallas doesn't make them a whole lot better. Eh. But, you know, high motor, high intensity guy, plays defense, um, can get hot shooting. I like Grant Williams, but Boston, man, they're they're losing their, their you know, their motor guys, man. Losing Marcus Smart and Grant Williams, you're losing a lot of toughness when you needed that for Boston. We worry about Tatum and Brown, like, just sort of going to sleep out there. And thankfully, they've got, like, Al Horford on the team still. And, you know, that veteran – and Grant Williams not even that much of a veteran, but he plays with such intensity that that is not something you want to lose. Those kind of guys on a championship team, those role players are proven to be so important. Um, every winning team has, a, a you know, some kind of – valuable role player like a Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. I like it for Dallas. I mean, he definitely, I could, I, I see him being a Maverick. I see him wearing that uniform, that kind of basketball he plays. He'll slot in pretty nicely. Um, but still, I, I don't think Dallas is much better than they were. Well, I mean, they inked Kyrie for the next three years. So you got your dynamic duo, Kyrie and Luca. Now the process is just building quality stuff around there and grant williams is a good first step um they drafted you know lively big man athletic guy defender yeah they're not gonna do anything next year they're gonna be playing type team again next year but you know you i mean they're better i mean they are better when you bring in grant williams seth curry not to forget that deal um having young players throughout that team too like lively who they just drafted jaden hardy um, yep. you know, they're, they're better than they were. And then, uh, the, excuse me, Olivia, the, they drafted as well as Derek Lively, the Olivier prosper, um, you know, a prospect people like, but still they're a little better, but are they going to be a whole lot better? I mean, they, there's still so much to figure out between Kyrie and Luke on the floor at the same time. And 
And how can they really get that to work? Offensively, man, they had games where they both had over 30 together efficiently. Like that's good. But it was so few. It was so few amount of games. It was like right there. Play together, man. I know, but still, are you buying Dallas to do anything serious? I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm buying. I am buying that the combo of Kyrie and Luca works. To what degree? To be better than a play-in team? Is that or or what? It don't matter. Look, you can have if you had Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum together, and then you add, you know, a bunch of G League players, they're not gonna do anything, even though that duo <laughs> works. Like it's well, all about the other guys. But they got the found but the foundation is the duo. And so well, now you just so- gotta find those guys that are gonna work well around there. And Grant Williams is a good first step. Yeah, Seth Curry. They're deeper than they were. I I like them. Tim Hardaway is an extremely frustrating player, man. He's he's got the ability to he's got great ability, but the inconsistency is always there, man. He he ought to be, you know, much more of a consistent force for them. He ought to be their clear number 3. Um he still is most nights, but man, does he let you down sometimes just going ice cold from from 3 and um, but they're better. They made moves. They've they've done something at least. You got to, you know, commend teams for doing something when a lot of teams aren't Atlanta. But um, you know, Atlanta, there's that, something big coming, man. There's something big coming Saturday. <laughs> All right, sounds like some probably just like a know. new Trey Young like hoodie or something. Oh yeah, dropping a new shoe or something. Uh, yeah, whatever. But uh, Bull Bull. Has been waived by the Magic. You you don't care about that at all. But uh, Lakers have Lakers have interest in the seven foot three man to be a backup center there. Um, I'm still so I'm still digging what the Lakers did. I don't know how they all made it work, but they didn't really do anything other than bring everyone back. Well, that was a question too. Are you going to be able to match a deal for Reeves? They bring back Reeves. They bring back Hachimura. They Go out and get Gabe Vincent, who is going to look great. You know, I, I love the Gabe Vincent edition. Um, you get shooting there. So I still think the Lakers did get better. but And getting Austin Reeves on a four-year $56 million deal. Yeah, that's discount, Do you think man. that they, like, in that negotiation room, because, you know, he was probably getting $90 million, $80 million offers across the league. Do you think in the negotiations they were like, Tell us the last time um, that you've seen. Well, damn, now now I'm like, I'm having a uh, a mind blank. What, what are you is, trying to say? And this just better proves my point. The white guy, I know you're going to say his <laughs> name. Who was the other, who was the Austin Reeves before Austin Reeves? He He's in Chicago now and he's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> white guy, he's bald. Come on. Point guard. Oh, Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso, yeah. <laughs> I kept thinking Austin, but no, it's Austin Roos. They probably were like, when was the last time you saw an Alex Caruso highlight on Instagram? Like, damn, it's been a minute. Probably since you played for the Lakers. Yeah. And then it's like, yo, look how many highlights we posted of you. You leave you live- LA, you're not getting you're not a star anymore. You are living that different life out in LA. You are the center of attention out there. Um, but you know, also not to be forgotten, Torian Prince, Cam Reddish. I mean, they're they're deeper than they were. I like we'll the see Prince if Cam- signing. I do too. I do too. That's he's a solid, solid defender and just a good player. Jackson Hayes. We'll see. These are guys at the end of the bench. 
Um, but you keep everybody and add players that can play. And, right. um, you know, when you got Lonnie Walker there, I mean, Lonnie Walker, even, you know, bringing back D'Angelo Russell, Cam Reddish, who knows what he could be if he hits the right situation. I, I mean, yeah, I know. You've watched plenty of Cam Reddish. But, you know, having some some youth on the end of the bench, the, the talent's there. Lonnie Walker, Cam Reddish. You know, we, we've seen what these guys maybe could do if if they get their situation perfect. But I'm in on the Lakers. I'm going to buy them again. We'll see. And these are pieces uh, pieces that could be traded in the regular oh, yeah. season. So if something's not For working, sure. these are contracts that are, you know, easy to move around. Malenko has fun. done a great job, you know, making moves when they're kind of in a tough spot to be able to do anything. They were able to do a lot. So other than that. I'm I'm bought in on the Lakers again. I'll be there bought in again when the season rolls around. They're not um, going to be better than the Clippers, though. Yes, they will. If the Harden and the P.J. Tucker trade goes through, no way. Uh, I'm I'm no just not doing way. it. You cannot fool me again, ever, ever again. Come on, I man. <laughs> I don't care. You'll never get me again to See, man, buy the one in year on you the but, the, but the that's how that's how uh, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. You walk away from the table. Then your number hits. I'm sure they're going to win the championship now that I'm I'm out on them. But you know, I just can't do it again. I'm I'm totally out. But you look around elsewhere. Maybe Milwaukee thought about them possibly losing both Middleton and Brooke Lopez. They don't lose either. Um, you know, a lot of these teams are just retaining their guys. That's been the most common thing we've seen throughout this free agency period is people just going back to their team um I, I thought you know like a sacramento had an opportunity they cleared out some money they had a lot available sacramento i thought would try to be very aggressive i mean a team that has been without success forever you see some and then you got some flexibility to add to it really thought they'd have been more aggressive than they were um who else to you maybe stands out as a disappointment or somebody you thought has done a good job? Either way, pick, take your pick. Disappointments maybe up to this point. I, I think San Antonio, just because a lot of people, you know, thought, why, why, why not just go ahead and get pretty good now? And I feel like they didn't really do that. Um, disappointment Atlanta. I mean, I think that they're waiting to do – like, I knew most of what they were going to do would be trade stuff anyway, but we cleared the cap space, so now let's do something with it. Um, we actually, so Brooke Lopez was going to sign with Houston. Mm. Houston made a trade with Atlanta so that they could clear some cap space, like Usman, Garuba, just like a bunch of random <laughs> players or whatever. After that trade was announced... Brooke Lopez backed out, said, actually, I'm going to stay in Milwaukee. And then Houston, instead of undoing the trade, wanted to keep good faith and good, you know, a rapport with Atlanta. So they were just like, you know what? We'll just let the trade go through, even though it doesn't benefit us anymore because we don't, mm. we're not using the cap space on Brooke Lopez. But Houston did sign two other players, big contracts, Fred Van Vliet, two years, 84 mil. Dylan Brooks, four years, 80 mil. Now I have a, a little a little uh, trivia question for you. What two guards 
you know, taking, you know, at least an, enough shots for the stat to matter. Shot the worst percentage. What two guards out of the whole NBA last year? Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I, I think that had to be the only possible answer to that question. I mean, you bring in Van Vliet. I mean, look, okay, we can make the jokes about Dylan Brooks. The man got his money. He wanted 20 mil. He got it, you know, so that's all that matters. He found somebody to give him what he wanted. And we clowned him for asking for so much. But look, the league values, whatever he's got to offer. So, I mean, clown him if you want. You know, he's he's kind of an, an unserious bully, it seems like, in the league. He's hasn't done enough to earn respect from anybody but just run his mouth. So, whatever. But his game, I guess. You think Dylan Brooks I, is better than Pat Beverly? I don't know. That's That's weird and hard to answer. Well, they're both um, like that same type guy. They're going to troll you. They're going to like get in your face. They're going to just play defense. Yeah. I think he's a lot better. I, I mean, yeah, I would pick Brooks at this point too, just because I think his game can offer more than Beverly's at this point. Um, So well, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a weird question, but I'll, I'll, I'll say Brooks, but I mean, because, if you're, you know, you're Pat cute. Beverly, he signed like a very small deal with Philly. Yeah. And then Dylan Brooks gets four years, 80 mil. So obviously someone's valuing one a lot higher than the other. Yeah. Well, Brooks I mean, is also you look six, six. Yeah, true. You look at, uh, you look at Houston, man. I mean, one team is clearly on the way up with that book, Brooke Lopez deal. I mean, where you want to be? I mean, who knows how long that, that Milwaukee can hold everything together. They're trying to. I mean, they've signed now their guys to come back. But Houston, man, I mean, the the young talent there with you bring in Amen Thompson from the draft. You you try to – Cam Whitmore, who knows what he could be, but that people thought he was a top-five pick in the draft for sure. Kevin Porter, Jalen Green, all that talent is there. Jabari Smith, they're, they're got it going on. Um, but then you got Fred Van Vliet, who's going to – have the ball in his hands so much. I mean, the knock on Van Fleet is if he's got it, he's shooting it. And you kind of wonder if they can make it all work. You want to have the young guys develop and not have opportunities stolen away from a guy who wants to jack it every time he's got it. Um, But still, I mean, they're, they're instantly an interesting team with the youth, with the talent, Van Fleet, they're interesting. Definitely already going to be an interesting team. Well, you know, Van Vliet, big locker room guy. I think that was like the yeah. main reason for that signing. Dylan Brooks, locker room type guy, defensive guy, uh, big accountability guy. Um, so I get it. And maybe you have to overpay, you know, the Van Vliet deal, especially short term. Um but I mean, yeah, your talent is there in Singoon. Your talent is there in Green. Your talent is there in Smith and Amen. Where do you see um, Houston with the signings they got, uh, Udoka and everything? Where do you think that they're going to be finishing this year? That West is so difficult, man. I mean, so difficult. They're going to be a highlight producing machine in Houston. All we're going to see is clips of Jalen green, you know, jumping out of the gym. They're going to produce a lot of highlights. They will lose in exciting fashion. Um, But I mean, to look at, 
to look at how deep the West, I mean, how do you slot them above some teams? Are they now instantly better than Minnesota or Oklahoma City or New Orleans or Dallas? I mean, these teams that were at the bottom of the West, um, I think they jump. I mean, and San Antonio, too. I mean, I don't think you're expecting the world yet out of San Antonio. There was a door there where they could have tried to go after some players now and get good immediately. Um, but Houston will be better than Utah, maybe. Portland, yes. Dallas, no. Dallas will be a little better than they were for sure. You New don't Orleans, think that, I think they might be better than Dallas. It's just such an unknown yet. I mean, that we we think all that talent's going to mesh and it'll all work. Um, but I think Dallas got better than what they were. And having a whole season to have this group together instead of bringing in a Kyrie midseason, that was weird how it all came together. Um, but like OKC, they're, on, they're young talent. And Shea Gilgis, Alexander, is already really good. I think they're going to be better. Minnesota, I'm not, you know, Anthony Edwards just signed his max deal. Um, but you look at, you look at like a Golden State. Does Golden State come down from even where they were? You know, well, I still they got think. Better. We'll see. I I don't believe that a hundred percent. I really don't. But wow, they they're they're running it back with the same roster. Just add Chris Paul and get rid I mean, of Poole. I I don't I don't see how they got better. I really don't. Um, and they couldn't even play Jordan Poole. Okay, you're telling me Chris Paul makes them a lot better. I mean, yeah, they've still got they've still got size problems in a big way. I mean, you know, we'll see. I mean, that Golden State's not going to be terribly worse than they were, but trying to find a spot for Houston to jump. I mean, New Orleans has been one of those disappointing teams. I mean, we've I'm out on New Orleans. At this point, you've you've got yourself in a spot where. You know, Zion's not even talking to anybody. A deal had to get done for Zion. You had to figure something out there. I don't know if you try to mend things. I like New Orleans' roster minus Zion. You know, I like that. They were over 500. They were the 10th seed. Um, but still, you know, that West is deep, and it's hard to find a spot to put a team like a young Houston team. How do they even get into the play-in? It's going to be difficult. I don't know, man. I don't like New Orleans. I don't care for them. I don't like their uniforms. Yeah. I don't like their roster. I'm so yeah. out on New Orleans, man. And maybe Zion plays and he's great, but I'm done with them just in my head mentally. I just don't know what they're doing. I, I think at this point, do you have to try to mend things with Zion and hope he gets his, you know, baby mama troubles in line and, and comes it's, back in shape? And Like, man, like if all the drama... For, we could overlook all that drama if you could play basketball, right? And like you're not playing, it's just I I I hate that team. Um, <laughs> another I'm team like Memphis. Play. I mean, Memphis goes out, they bring D Rose back in. Memphis guy played at Memphis, gonna wear his college number. I I love that. Uh, you know how much difference does it make? Uh, I don't care. I just love what it. Well, you what lose. It means. You're losing Tyus. And uh, Jaws out for 20-something games. So He's going to play a lot. I think that's what he wanted. I think, he, you know, he's still got it to play more than he has. So let's see what D. Rose really has. I mean, yeah, he's not, you know, we obviously know who he is at this point, but he's still a really good player. And he can help that Memphis, team in a big way. 
Memphis going to be a top three seed, man. I don't think so. They're they're going to come down to earth a little bit. You know, you get rid of Dylan Brooks and you bring in Marcus Smart and Derrick Rose. Okay, you still think they're better than Phoenix and and the Clippers and the Warriors? I mean, are those teams Phoenix? Well, we'll see. I I mean, they. I think they're better than the Warriors. They could be. I mean, but still, I mean, without Ja for a while, we'll see if they can keep you know keep it going in the early part of the season. Um, but that's that's one team I could see coming down a little bit. Um, just coming down to earth. They're not they're not going to be bad. I'm not saying that, but you got teams behind them that definitely got better. Um, so it, it's just West hard playoff to run is going to get crazy. Yeah, for sure. And then the uh, East, oh, yeah. you got your top dogs. You got Boston, Miami. If they get Dame, for sure. If they don't get Dame. Miami didn't do anything. They fell off. They lost everybody. Oh, we didn't even <laughs> talk about the Lakers getting uh, Gabe Vincent. That was a big pickup. I did a little bit. Yeah, I mentioned it at least. But I love Gabe Vincent, and I like the Lakers. I think that is was a huge get for them, man. I mean, I, he slots in perfectly with them. I can just see him in that uniform on that team. A guy that can hit shots, ain't scared of nothing. I, I love that get. And I'm again, I'm bought in on the Lakers and and that was a big reason, not not a big reason, but definitely a reason. You retain everybody and you go out and try to and find a way to do something else too, make other moves other than bringing back the guys that you were possibly gonna lose. Um, but in the East, I mean, what did you think about Cleveland signing Gabe Vincent's uh, teammate, Max Struess, four yeah. year sixty four mil. Good money for Struess, man. I mean, really good money. Cleveland's going to be one of those teams that, um, you know, they're they're right there. They were the four seed, won 51 games. And, you know, yeah, maybe just a regular season darling, but Cleveland's going to be really good. Donovan Mitchell and and Darius Garland, I mean, they're, they're fun to watch. They're going to be good again. I think they got a little better, but still, you're not – you're not jumping those top three. Maybe Philly can be that team that comes down a little bit if they lose Harden, but still, even then, I just – again, the East is going to be top-heavy. You look at the 10 seed in the East compared to the West, um, it's just the 10 seed in the West is, is a much better team than than the East. It was that play-in of Atlanta, Miami, Chicago, and Toronto minus Miami. Those other teams are just some meddling teams right now. And below them, like Indiana, the the teams that didn't make the play in Indiana, Washington, Orlando, Charlotte, Detroit. I mean, did it, and none of them got incredibly better. I mean, Indiana's Indiana get Bruce Brown twenty yeah. million a year. Oh yeah, and uh, Indiana's the one team I would say that did get better and is a little interesting. Tyrese Halliburton and and uh, I mean they're they're a decent team. There, I could see them definitely being a few spots better. But we look at the bottom of the West has now San Antonio and Houston. We just don't have that in the East. We're still going to have the worst teams in the league are going to be, you know, probably the same ones, you know, that they were. It's going to be Detroit, Charlotte, Orlando, and they're going to be at the bottom again, unfortunately. Hate that, but that's the way it is. Yeah, man, them Pistons, man. Mm. Why didn't nobody want to come play with Monty Williams, man? (laughs) 
<laughs> Why ain't nobody want to come play for the highest paid coach in the NBA, man? Well, that's why you're paying them is to coach up who you got, right? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see how it all shakes out. They're paying him everything, and I hope it means something. I just want to be excited about the Pistons again. That's it. But I ain't yet. Damn sure not yet. Um, Washington, they were a confusing team through all this. Um, I guess. Who's? Bringing back Kuzma, I mean, they're they're trying to hang on to something, but still, they're they're not going to be any good. Uh, but Milwaukee and Boston, I feel like Boston's lost a lot here. Again, I really feel like Boston has lost, you know, this mentality that they were that they need as a team. I mean, that losing Grant Williams and Marcus Smart, that's going to be tough. But you know, they've kind of been people throw in Boston as a as a possibility when. Talking about a, a Dame or even Kyrie, but now that's kind of settled, I think. Um, but they're at least thrown out there as a possibility for some more talent. But as it as it is right now, I think they got worse. I don't know, but uh, clock's ticking, man. We got we're all eyes waiting on this free agency moves and Dame Lillard and James Harden. We'll see. More to come. Double team will be back to report on all of it. <laughs> Nick Wiggins, Stephen Root. We'll see you.